0: Welcome to Off Market, a look at the Perth property market from the people who are working in the trenches. Join me, Shane Beaumont, Ross Hunter, and a special guest each fortnight as we dissect the latest property news and break down what's really happening in the different pockets of Perth. If you'd rather watch, you can find us on our Facebook page at Crib Creative Perth. Enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to a very, very special edition of, of, of Off Market. It is our final episode of the year, and we are joined by an incredible live audience. If we can just take a look around, Ooh, give wow. this a round of applause. We need to you know, applause. A clap, <laughs> sign, a clap <laughs> sign. We are joined by some of Perth's very best agents in the house today um, and some of our very best clients. So, we just uh, wanted to take this opportunity before we really kick the show off to thank you guys. It has been a crazy year. I think we can all attest to that. Um, we're finishing on a bit of a high which we will chat about but we just want to thank you guys for all of your support and loyalty through the year. Um, it's been really, really incredible. So it's a nice little yeah. way to start the show. Yeah. Wonderful. And uh, obviously joined by the Golden Gavel yeah. and Golden Gosnells over here, Shane Beaumont. The golden and, Gavel, the
1: Golden Gosnells. And uh, <laughs> Ross Hunter,
0: our, our ever-present panellists here to give us the wrap-up of the year. Gents,
1: mm. Excited? Pump, mate. Yeah,
0: Feeling you know, the pressure. You're surrounded by some pretty good reps out here. Yeah, like, so. you know, How do you fit
2: an apartment? There's so many big personalities.
1: Mate, it's, it's true. I like, it's a big lift. That's why. We've got no, them all man. in. There's a few <laughs> flash cars out the front yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... A lot of personal play, it's plates, A lot of personal plates. A lot of personal plates. A lot of Porsches and BMWs yeah, yeah. and Range Rovers. That was just Ross rocking up. Um
0: So on the apartment, we Mm. do need to say a huge thank you to Georgie Architects and Builders for allowing us to film here today. We're at 10 Bellevue in West Perth. Um, It is simply incredible, I think. Um, We've outdone ourselves, which has been Mm. a a tough ask this year. We're gonna take um, a little look around this apartment, so bear with us.
1: Well, the apartment's worth something, but that's priceless, Yes, It is. You know, how do you, that's what's Never all
0: known, to be built it. out. Never. Isn't that what you would Never. say? Absolutely. There you Absolutely. go. I'm learning, I'm learning. And, and the
1: encouraging thing, Shane, you spoke about the market for You see, somebody said to me many, many years ago, if you ever want to see how um, the economy of this city is going, as you fly in, just look at the cranes on mm. the skyline. They said it's the best litmus test of how an economy is going. We sit here looking at, what, a couple of cranes here, Elizabeth mm. Key, and there's other cranes popping up around the city. So
0: there you yeah, go. it all
1: bodes well. The, the, the cranes are the cranes are rising. It's like the Transformers are rising. You like that? Good.
0: <laughs> Good. Um, I do need to say also, of course, a quick thank you to our friends at Domain who have kept everyone caffeinated this morning with their beautiful coffee van out the front. Now... We are going to be looking into our crystal ball today, looking forward to 2021. Um, but first of all, I want to jump straight into our first segment, Under the Hammer. For the guys in the audience who aren't sure, Under the Hammer is basically, normally Ross talking about his auction results, but it's where we kind of do a bit of a wrap up of some of the great auction auction results, yeah. any results we've seen. Um, and since it's the end of the year, I want to know the best result we've seen for the year. Well, Jess, so, before
1: we move forward into the auction results, um, you know, we... We talk about sort of, you know, have gavel, will travel, the golden hammer and all the sort of, the little the anecdotes and so forth. So, Jess, I thought it was only appropriate that we end the show.
0: Oh, yes.
1: With, with the golden gavel. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Is that what you use? Huh? Is that what you use? I have used it before. Somebody made it for me. Would you like to t- Thank hair.
0: you <laughs>
1: so much. You like that?
0: Yeah. I like it. I feel like it's a bit of a danger in this house. Well, I, I, I
1: used to use it to one time I went to sell a prop and it hit my thumb and I haven't used well, it since. <laughs> I'll just put go up here. There you go. Look at that.
0: Perfect, perfect.
1: Okay, auction results.
0: Just your best for the year.
1: The best for the year would actually be an auction. Oddly enough, about two weeks ago, in an area that's not normally an auction area, mm-hmm. which we keep banging on in Perth. You know, people say, "What's an auction property?" Every property is auctionable, just not every seller necessarily is. Um, and this was a property in Inaloo, which is not an area that is traditionally auctioned, um, and it was it was run perfectly. And then we come the auction day, uh, there's 120, maybe 130 people there, about eight, there was about 14 registered bidders, of which about eight bid, um, and got an amazing price. Um, And it just, I guess, it epitomised everything. We talk about auctions, that competitive nature. Most properties, we know they sell, what we say is an emotional dollar value. Mm -hmm. Where we want to take an auction to is ultimately into a bit of ego money, but ultimately into that fear of loss. And we saw probably about... But on this property, about $80,000, it wasn't about the value of the property anymore. It was about, oh, someone has to win. It was about mm-hmm. fear of loss, and it just drove it to that point. Beautiful. And it was just, it was just. And also, the one of the reasons why I, I, I say that's the most successful auction, because it just sort of smashed a lot of barriers of what a lot of people think should be an auction mm-hmm. and what shouldn't be an auction. And um, yes, it's, there's some property, yeah, that's an auction. Probably a lot of people said this is not. So it just, uh, that's my play of the year for auctions. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anyone out there in the audience want to share a, a fantastic result they've had recently, or this year, their best result. I've got a couple here that from clients that have sent in. Let Steph. me say one
2: while people oh. are thinking. Steph, I know he's had a couple of cracking ones. But my thing I've noticed, not one result in particular, but for the first time, and I've been I know this I've been stung here by Alana with talking about negative equity. But that, was, actually that seen, was me, mate. <laughs> we've actually seen property selling for more than what they did in two
3: thousand
2: and fourteen. Mm-hmm. And that is like, for some time, owners didn't think they'd get back to that level, mm-hmm. even though we knew we would. Yeah. So that's a great result. But one of them I saw recently um, was one in Cotterslow, which uh, Duet actually had the auction, um, and we had a West, was Leadable, Craig. Craig. Craig, West Leadable specialist obviously in Cottesloe, great agent, um, and actually inquired about their property. It was out of my league. They're talking mid to high twos as a reserve, 600 square metres, uh, went under the hammer at three six. So that's a that is a massive, massive Huge. result. Was it three six was it? Three five one. Three five one. Like that's yeah, incredible. Mm. Beautiful. So uh, yeah, some good confidence there. Yeah.
0: I've I've got a couple of results here as well that have been sent in by um by some some of the agents around Perth. So James Thompson, who isn't with us today, but he sold uh, McDonald Street Como sight unseen to a cash buyer in Sydney after three days on market for one point three four. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, Travis Grogan, who sells out in the kind of outer suburbs, outer southeast kind of corridor, he listed a property online at ten thirty. Had seven buyers through at four thirty that same day. Um, first buyer walked in and said, "I've got pre-approval for 4.30. Will they take it? And it was on the market for three nine nine. So um, out in that, he sells. Uh, what area is he? Yeah, Armidale, yeah, yeah. south southeast of Armidale. Um, f- pretty impressive. Pretty so impressive.
2: I've got stuff all over Perth, so I get to see, uh, Gosnells do a lot out there, but literally all over Perth. So I get to see general market conditions right through, and for the first time, it's, in my opinion, a seller's, seller's market. Mm. 100%.
0: Excite- are we excited out there in the but crowd? Do you
2: agree it's not?
0: Everyone looks pretty pumped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, do you have yeah. any any remarkable results you'd like to share with us? Yeah,
3: look, auction has been. One job. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 Yeah, look, um, the auctions really have come back strongly, and you do need a seller who's willing to auction. The qu- um, The issue about getting cash offers early is fantastic, but I had the one in Quattisloe in September, which I really feel started to kick off confidence with... Auctions, and my seller was in his 80s, had owned the property for 60 years, Mm. and we got three offers beforehand, including a cracking offer, and he kept saying, I want it to be open and fair to Mm. everyone. Mm. And I think that that's one of the things that I love about auction, and that I'm converting buyers Mm. to understand. It's the transparency that they get when they know what other people are offering. Wow. So there's
2: two points there that I think owners need to recognize. Price at the moment, to be honest, you're a great agent the data means nothing at the moment so you really need to choose the agent and I know it sounds cliche but the best process best track record the result will take care of itself because anyone can print off the same shit but actually who's going to get the best result who you want sitting on the other side of the table at the moment is who you need to be choosing mm-hmm. the set the second thing is when I see agents selling first day or sold in 24 hours yes 12 months ago great result because it's nearly impossible but I think you need to go back and go, well, hang on, who didn't hear about that property? So whatever process it is, and we've got all these fancy things, it needs to be get in front of as many people in the shortest amount of time to get the best result. But mm-hmm. when I see something going the first day, uh, that concerns me because if that day
1: you're at school athletics carnival you didn't see it, well, how do you know that person would have paid more? And then mm-hmm. that's the thing, what concerns me around that chain is we see it all the time. People are then crowing about it in, mm-hmm. and advertising, you know, sold yeah, within 24 yeah. hours and... And if I, if I was out there in the marketplace competing for a listing, I would use that as fodder to say, how do you know you've you've yeah. A, you've saturated mm. the market? Is yeah. it is first price best price? No. Often it's not, yeah. at the moment. Four um, months ago, yes. Yeah, but not now. It's...
0: I'm going to hold you there. I'm going to hold you there because 12 months ago, we're going to go back. Right. We're going to go back. I think and we, call, we can't I think get we can it pretty well we can't a can't year through, mate. Yeah, yeah. So let's look at a year ago.
2: If you could wipe the slate of the last few years and take out the negative equity situation and mm. say, how's the current market? you'd take it every day of the week. If you took out that hangover, that negative equity, but it's just that negative equity that is holding a lot of people back. If we didn't have the, the lag of that negative equity from a few years back, it stayed like this. Take the negative equity, and we've mentioned that before. And again, I spread like you've seen that negative equity. The negative equity
1: obviously been in a seller versus seller market for mm. some time where the sellers had to compete against themselves to capture the the, the small buy pools being there. I think we have seen a bit of a swing more into a bit of a, um, a buy versus buy market. A
2: lot of them weren't ready to buy but I haven't had that situation in a long time where they're actually doing research mode saying Shane look we're first home buyers can you help us speak to someone about getting set. There's a lot of doomsday sayers mm. out there and I was saying well look there's
1: downside risk there was mm. but I just you know don't see it going down significantly and sure enough, though, I think those doomsday are going to be well and truly wrong. We're missing out because so we're trying to get the buyers to understand the market is not what's in the paper. Mm. It's not this doomed, doomsday yeah. market. They're still thinking there's bargains and that, that's come and gone very
2: quickly. No. Panic selling and stock levels, supply and demand is what controls the industry. Mm. It's mm. never been tighter yeah. since 2014.
0: The Commonwealth Bank has forecast a potential 32% house price crash by 2023 if the pandemic leads to prolonged downturn.
1: Everybody's guessing. Because mm. the world, the world has done. never had this.
3: Ten thousand
2: three hundred properties on the market. Yeah, that's down. When we first started doing like this show, I think it was 16, 15, 16, It's like the doom and gloom in the media saying the market's terrible. Mm. I, I hand on heart say it's the best conditions this market has, or the market's been
1: in since two thousand and fourteen. Um, people in the eastern states just searching for um, rental properties mm. to come in. The mining companies are desperate for people. I mean, it's 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 this perfect once mm. a perfect storm in a good way, just building up mm. to to really. I think if you look at a slingshot to mm. to launch WA, we I, I'm confident with everything that's going on. As Shane saying, this could well be the best market in Australia. Mm. I know someone that put a property on the market on Saturday in Wembley, mm. um, and she had 100, and, I think it was 112, 120 sort of, people yeah. through the open on Saturday. Mm. I have not had one sale. Mm since the start of COVID, Mm. where someone's gone, I've lost my job, something's happened, I've got to go. All of it
2: has Mm. been, we actually just want to make a lifestyle change. The press saying WA is the only, literally state, or island as we refer to ourselves, Mm. um, that isn't in recessions, a pretty powerful message.
0: Bit of a wrap up of the year, guys. Mm. A little bit ahead of the curveball, would you um, say? I'd
1: uh, say, so, no, I think we nailed it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I we think we nailed it. I think almost
1: a negative equity
0: the second half of it. Well, you did, but we cut it out. <laughs> but, but
1: Jess, we talk about the market now. A lot of people have forgotten. It's, they're saying, "Oh, look what's happened post COVID flight." But COVID's obviously long from gone. But before you know you think january february this year there was a whole heap of momentum in the market mm-hmm. and just when you know the covid hit obviously you know the walls went up and the things stopped but that momentum was already there mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it just sort mm-hmm. of was put on ice for a few so months kept it up, didn't it? yeah kept it, it was there and then obviously covid's added a little bit of extra sort of um to the whole thing but the momentum was there it was mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. so you know we just sort of Picked up where I'm going uh, one, one thing I'll say, I don't know.
2: are, general, are people seeing investors come back in yet? Like when did when did they start to come in? When did you start to see? them? I
3: think they're just starting. Now. Yeah. Just starting now. That's yeah. what I'm saying.
2: So, yeah. we started to see it turn probably three months ago, and the investors weren't there. Imagine what it's going to be like when they are back. Yeah. When this obviously the situation of the rentals is um, over.
0: On rentals, let's just have a little look at what we said about rentals.
4: But What's interesting with us is we, we're finding our top-end rentals, mm. yeah. they're going twice as quick yeah, as our that's average. Yeah. And that's amazing stuff. That I've always found over my years that when the rental market takes off, you usually find mm. the sales market will get dragged yeah. along with it. So this, yeah,
0: okay. It is a bit
1: of a perfect storm in some ways.
0: And rental so, vacancies, what, what did you say they are now? 1.8? 1.6. 6, yeah. 6, lowest since 2008? Yeah.
1: So all of a sudden there's confidence mm. in that market which is going to bring investors back to the market for the first time they can mm. see capital growth and they can see a decent return. And that's the first market the investors head into.
3: In reality, you need about 7,000 rental properties to be available in stock for supply to meet demand. We just went under 3,000. It means that we've still got critically low levels. So mm. I think it means price increases and, and people desperate mm. to, to get in. So
0: on the rental market, which mm. you were just about to go into, Jamie, some some pretty insightful comments from you on that episode. And obviously since then, we've only seen it seen it drop even further
3: we're currently at 0.8% and I think Mm. last time when I spoke about it we talked about the fact that if you take out of the apartments Mm. so when you look at that 2,600 we've currently got at the moment which again is about four to five thousand off equilibrium and I think March 29 is gonna be the really interesting one when we're allowed to put the prices up Mm -hmm. on those existing leases
0: so we've seen all the news articles that are saying a 20% jump in March what what are you guys thinking out there
3: I do think that for some markets, it'll only do 10, um, 10 to 20. And then I think you'll find your northern suburbs, your western, your coastal and your homes, 30, 40. Like, I think we, in this year, we've done a a price increase on houses from 340 per week already to 390. Mm -hmm. And that's based on only properties that are being advertised. So we uh, probably Mm -hmm. will find in March, you'll go a lot higher.
2: Mm -hmm. So do you think, uh, obviously, in June this year, there was about 1,500 blocks sold? Last June, there was 250, I think. Do you think when those people get into their homes, it'll change?
3: Uh, No. If you actually look at construction figures, our construction figures will actually be less next year. A lot of people entered the market from Airbnb, so Mm. they couldn't. So they came in and filled up our stock. I do think when we're fully open, we're going to also lose more of that long-term stock back to Airbnb. Mm -hmm. So I can't see supply increasing Mm. at all over the next year.
2: Yeah. And when do you think we'll be back to 2014 levels when it was price rental wise do you think it will be this year?
3: I think we'll get up there probably this year yeah, by wow. end of next year we'll be there. Mm-hmm. Wow
2: that's good. Yeah. If you're not so
0: my final question to yeah. you because this segment is actually the real press which is kind of where we are debunking <coughs> what's being said in the media Um. obviously the media is kind of all about property at the moment now yeah. first home buyers are coming yeah. in they're talking about rental vacancy rates which is stuff you guys have been saying and, and the, our guests have been saying for over a year now yeah. and obviously take yeah. COVID out of that but what's what do you see happening in the media now that's kind of at a, at a ch- difference to what you think is happening
2: my concern is with the media it's always boom or bust mm. um, so now they're going to there'll be people remember in the rental market you couldn't get anyone to a home open and no one and keep in mind when they always it's always a sort of sad story but no one was saying i have its rental conditions as a, as a tenant they're not going up but now you're going to mm. start to see the sob stories which is really sad I'm homeless rah, rah, rah. now in the meantime you've got positions where there's all these grants coming in um, the government are helping with LMI there's all this product to get you into the market 2% deposit which is pretty easy these days when you think about what a bond is for a rental yeah. um, and the people that didn't get into the market in many circumstances uh, they're going to kick themselves because they just kept going Oh, rents going down rents going rents going down mm. so we're gonna start to see some negative press about mean landlords but the reality is it's been very, very friendly to tenants for quite
1: some time. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's yep. My, that's sad, but I think it's true. And once again, though, you know, Jess, we see the media, when they come out, they're reporting on data that is so obsolete mm-hmm. and irrelevant. Mm. They're making commentary around things that actually aren't on point. Mm-hmm. And that's the most frustrating that's thing. three-month lag. Yeah. Though, so. And they need to actually sort of sort that out and, and sort of work out what's happening today. Because... You know, as we mm-hmm. said just earlier on, you know, the market's moving at such a voracious rate. What happened two weeks ago almost becomes irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, the media have got to sort of, in my opinion, get away from this whole thing. It's a bubble. Mm-hmm. This is not a bubble. Mm-hmm. This is a correction. Mm-hmm. You know, and I keep saying to a lot of people, you know, you go back to 2005 when the medium average price of a house in Sydney to Perth. Perth was $5,000 more mm-hmm. of a medium average in 2005 than Sydney, yeah. you, 15 years later, it's half. You can't mm-hmm. have a city like Perth mm-hmm. lag at 50% to a place like Sydney. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. And there is, there is that natural sort of um, catch up that, that has to happen. And, and we, we are at the, the beginning of that. And mm-hmm. if people think this is a bubble and they're holding back and saying, oh, it's going to crash, yeah, it's yeah. going to come back, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not. This is, this is where we're going.
2: How I've many, got- with property management, how many people had the horror story for the person losing their jobs and what have you initially? And then got back on track. Was it general? Everyone sort of got back to normality? Did anyone have that? Is it, is there, are we still seeing it now? No? No, but that initial bit, bit of panic. But, yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing. We've, yeah. We've so. got
0: some, I've got some stats here just to, um, thanks to David James for providing these. But um, WA job vacancies are at a nine-year high with almost 20,000 positions on offer. Properties listed for sale below 10000 for the first time since 2006, mm. which we've spoken about, and lowest days on market also since 2006. So mm. it's all, um, you know, there's a lot. Again, it's that the, perfect storm. The, the planets are lining up. They're yeah. lining
1: up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are you guys
0: excited? Oh, finally. Hey, finally? Finally. Finally?
1: <laughs>
3: it's been a
0: slog. <laughs> um, so last year, guys, I'm going to wrap this up, but last year I asked you to give, to predict, mm-hmm the year and give it a grade out of a b c d and you both gave 2020 a b mm-hmm. what would you give it now looking back
2: what real estate was for life. Well
0: let's keep life out of it although you're an agent so it's kind of hand in hand yeah yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. life and, yeah life and real estate probably oh, probably about the same actually no i think uh if you at the start of the year the child that pulled into the meeting with the principal got smacked around pulled their head in so start of the year i would say probably a B, C, but I think A at the moment, Mm. so.
0: Big call. You can't go up from an A. A plus. plus. Well, it's interesting. Interesting, you said, like being dragged
1: into the school, into the principal, being getting detention. You did that pretty well, mate. So, that was obviously something you're familiar with, isn't it?
2: Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did maths and practice. Roscoe? Yeah, look, I know we called it a B in (laughs) the beginning. Maths (laughs) and practice. Yeah, look, it it stayed. Obviously, we had a game in two halves of the year. The market sort of went from B to Z Mm. (laughs) in that COVID period. Mm. We've come out, certainly. Yeah, we're we're at A for Mm -hmm. sure. Absolutely. Would everyone
0: here think it? What do you guys think? There's a few different, but we talk about mini markets, obviously. Yeah. So lots of people working in different markets in, in well, Perth.
2: Who, who thinks the property prices will be higher at the end of the year? Put your hand up. End of next year? This or next year, yeah. Yeah,
0: 2021. 2021.
2: Do you not think? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone not? Who is not? Oh, that's not. good. That's positive. That's positive.
0: <laughs> Expected price growth? Oh,
1: Do you want to put digit. a number on it? Double digit? Double digit.
0: Double digit.
1: I'm saying 10% by this time, Christmas next year, it'll be another 10% from where we're at. I'm I'm saying from where we're at today, Christmas 2022, from where we're at today, I'm going 30%. I reckon
2: we've seen 8 to 10 in the second half of this year. Finally getting some smiles. Just getting
0: the list. Yeah. Stop. Can't do it both ways, can we? There's always something to
3: complain about, (laughs)
0: isn't there? Um, all right, guys. We're going to move to under the hood now. Normally, under the hood, we have a guest on the panel, and Roscoe gets to ask his six questions. It's your, it's your, show, it's your section. I'm yeah. taking it off you today. Oh, no, I know. I
1: went that out when I saw the ranch What have you done
0: to me, mate? Sorry, mate. I know. We've still got to ask our
1: question. Hmm. We, yeah, we, yeah.
0: Well, we're not going to ask thirty people that question. You can do that after the show. We will have a vote. Jeff. Have a vote. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> what I do want to know. Um, from you and from maybe some people in the audience, I've got some other questions. So they're not, they're not as fun as yours. Yeah. My first question for you, and Roscoe, this one's for you. Yeah. Obviously, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about the market, but we haven't mentioned COVID. Mm. We've been very lucky here in Perth that it hasn't, you know, hasn't affected us as badly as a lot mm. of other cities and places around Australia. Yeah. However, there were some changes earlier this year. What has been the most significant change that you've made in your business this year, Ross? Um,
1: I think it's just been adaptable and, and people sort of not being complacent about anything mm-hmm. and making sure that in you – know, we talk about process in, in, in – everyone talks about process, be it sales, be it PM. I think what COVID did for us anyway is really drive home the need for, to really stick on point with all your processes mm-hmm. in, in every respect.
0: Yeah. Okay. No shortcuts. I'm going to throw that one out to uh, Mr. Hughes. Have you got – you obviously run a big business – have you got uh, any any comments on that? Any significant changes for you guys this year?
2: Um, Other than marriage, yeah.
0: Sean Hughes yeah. from Realmark Coastal. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I'll definitely process, I think, like Ross said. Um, a lot of the guys got really sharp around it. Um Certainly being able to use DocuSign and things like that to create some
2: efficiencies for the mm-hmm. team. Um, the big thing I was saying to Ross before was, A lot of the agents this year like to get away overseas and um, really recharge. And um, that didn't happen for a lot of the guys this year. And I think if they have holidays locally and they're connected to the phone, then they really don't mentally Mm -hmm. recharge. Mm -hmm. A lot of my guys at the moment are heading into Christmas exhausted and um, it's been busy on top of that so a lot of them are doing more than they were previously so mm-hmm. i think there's going to be a lot of tired agents next year and i think managing energy is probably really important for us moving forward absolutely that's it yeah there's that one person here I, every time i bump into someone they go "Did you look like you've had a big night
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't you hey that was no, no, good
2: yeah, moisturizer on geez what'd you do
0: um all right my uh, my next question for you guys what are you looking most forward to in 2021 mm. i don't
2: know you're having a baby Shane. i'm having a baby <laughs> so. yeah no, no, no. <laughs> some time off then um i think look, to be honest it's been really sad um, that you've seen so many people do the right thing invest into property and the the day their mates have basically pissed away all the money gone on the cruises and what have you have been actually better off than the person that has sacrificed and put money into into homes and then you're going there and they're cutting a cheque for eighty to 100,000 at settlement. It's really sad because they've done all the right things. So to actually see the people that have stayed in the market, done the right things, and if you're not in the market, you can't pick when it's going to turn. Mm. You can clearly see no one has, when well, we will speak we've got it almost right. Um, but I think for those people to actually get rewarded for taking a punt, especially the people who bought during COVID, mm. like they're going to do so well. Yeah. They really are. So that's. I think it's good to see some reward for effort. Yep.
0: Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, Richard Self. I'd love to know what you're looking forward to in 2021. I think you work across a couple of different markets. You sell West Perth apartment market, but also a little bit in the Western suburbs. So there's... What, what are you looking forward to next year?
1: Next year I'm looking forward to the improved conditions even in the apartment space, even yep. though mm. it's been terrible. to has been Armageddon for the last four or five years. Mm. to just finally feel like we've bounced off the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's still plenty of listings and plenty of work to be done, but we're not seeing huge uh, increases or forecasting any huge increases for next year. <laughs> so um, I'm just looking forward to a stable market next year.
0: Mm. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Uh Next question. Advice. We, you just touched on this, kind of. Mm. Advice to 1st to home buyers looking to get in the market this year, guys? General public.
2: Get your shit together. Yeah, yeah. Get, get your stuff. Pre-approval. Actually, a good example, Michael Forzatti.
0: Michael, his, where are you, Mr Forzatti?
2: He actually had a, a just, situation, he had multiple offers on a property recently. And I know the rental market, this has been happening for a while, where they've been writing letters saying we're a beautiful family and a couple of photos. Michael had a cracking one where... Can you explain the circumstances behind that cover note to the offer? Yeah, sure. So I had a a house with multiple offers and uh, there was two brothers who were very, very keen to buy who decided to post a beautiful letter to the owner to attach to the actual contract itself. Had a photo of the two boys together. Um, We love your home. Please sell it to us. It made no difference. I actually bought it, but they actually were the best price. So that's why they bought it. But it was uh, was an amazing experience. We haven't actually seen it for a long, long time. So... Uh, owners are starting to wrestle control back from the buyers. That's mm. for sure.
0: Mm. Beautiful. Any other stories like that around town? Not quite yet. It's been the rental year? market, doesn't it? Definitely in the yeah, rental yeah. market. Uh, yeah. I hope it happens more. Yeah. All right. My my uh, my final question for you guys today. One piece of advice for anyone thinking of selling next year.
2: Choose the agent, agent. over pro- process over price. Yeah. Because uh, as I say, even the valuations at the moment that lag. How quick it's moved. Evaluations are way out at the moment. Mm-hmm. So choose the agent that you want to have the last conversation on the other side of that table at eight o'clock at night. Yeah. Not just flicking a docu-sign, actually sitting there and batting for you. Because mm-hmm. yeah. price to a degree, I hate to say it at the moment, some of the great agents here, we've all probably got it wrong this year. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you, the one's on that street in June. Forget about it, it means nothing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the best process will win every time. Yeah. So
0: for the for the you know, the general person who doesn't have anything to do with real estate and they've done their research on rate my agent or on realestate.com mm-hmm. and they've looked at their numbers and in terms of a process, how does a person know? I,
1: I think I think the answer around that, Jess, is is making sure the agent you're talking to um, has got the courage and the conviction to to get away from you know doing some sort of soft launch to try and You know Mm. harvest something out of a a buyer pool they've got is to have the courage to say no we're going to the market Mm. and we're going to have a process and hold the line and we're going to let people sort of you know compete against each other in whatever Mm. process you choose um, to actually get you the seller the best possible price because remember as an industry our our um our mandate is to work for the seller. Mm-hmm. And to a lot of the, a lot of degree I think that gets forgotten sometimes. It's mm-hmm. about getting a sale. This is about sale. Mm-hmm. This is now about process and having the guts to hold the line to actually achieve the best possible result because mm-hmm. we haven't seen a better situation than mm-hmm. we do at the moment that.
0: Anything to add from anyone out there? Nods? Just that? What do you think? I, I kind of
4: agree with what are say. Um I, kind of. I agree. No, oh, it's, it's not taking the first offer. <laughs> um, I'm having a lot of examples like that where people are throwing above asking price offers before even seeing the house of the fear of missing out. Hmm. I had one last week, launched it Thursday. Thursday night I had 20 grand above the asking price. I said, no, nah, mate, we are waiting for the home open and just pushing that home open, 40 groups through the home open. And ended up getting 80, 90 grand above the asking price. Mm. So it's, if you can hold
1: it off, yeah. then get and, to that first and home. And that's about place. that courage to say, it, mm. it's, it's. everybody can say yes, but it's having the courage to say no. Even mm. in that sample, it's, it's a process over a few days. But how many people would have caved in and gone, yeah, no worries, 20 Correct. grand over, let's roll yeah. with it? Correct. Yeah, and definitely. the seller was busting at me to get it. Yeah. To yeah, take, yeah. It,
4: take it and take it and just enough. We've got, to, you're running a risk. I said, no, we're not. Yeah. And because we've had so many inquiries, people want to come through. Yeah. We can just mm-hmm. play one off the other, get it once. And the fear of adding that fear of missing missing out factor to the buyers at the home open is then starting to scare people to go higher. And then, then when they miss out on it, they go to the next property. Mm-hmm. They don't want to miss out again, so they go higher mm-hmm. again. Yeah. That's what you've been saying, Gary. Yeah. yeah, I think also it's
2: sad for agents just starting out. But the fact you can say to an owner, look, guys, I've got 20, 30 settlements happening. I'm not going to tell you to take the first offer. There's some agents out there that haven't sold a property in smaller markets maybe for two or three months. They get a cash offer, mm. most of them like no, no commission or no wage or what have you. If there's more out there, I'm prepared to wait. I don't need this sale right now. Mm. What I need for you to feel is there's nothing left on the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, in times where people haven't been selling one or two a month, we all hear about that desperate sale and they got referred because they know them. Um, and sometimes the owners lose. Mm. The agent can sell it, yeah, it moves on. but. And also with that, a lot of situations we're seeing now with owners is actually setting a fee. But if we get X amount, because it's so competitive for fees at the moment, because lack of stock, actually saying, look, if we get this much, you're happy, we're happy, putting that incentive there. But I don't think any agent here would hand on heart say that you go harder to get a bigger price because you get a bit more. Mm. But as an owner, that's what they sometimes that's think. That's what they think. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The best agents will get a good result because they'll tell 30 other people. If you do a shit job, they'll tell 150 people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True.
1: True.
0: right guys that was excellent thank you very much on to our final segment now this is our play of the week this segment is normally where we the guys say something funny that's happened or something you know we've seen an agent on social media doing something that's a bit of fun (laughs) so this is going to be play of the year guys and i'd like to hear from you what your play of the year is anything you've muffed up anything that are Anything you've seen around town? O- outside
1: got- of me being bagged out by Shane via Sean Hughes over an auction property where I got the address wrong as I was standing out the front calling it. Well, we... <laughs> <laughs> we but that's okay. Like, we'll sell like- anything, won't we?
0: I've got that on one of your uh, blooper reels. Um,
1: <laughs> actually, I've thought about this question, Jess, and unlike me, um, hmm. it's a bit more of a serious tone on this. The, oh. the it's more play of the year, and I actually think it's, it's to everybody here and, and a lot of people in the industry is how a lot of people have adapted and they've, um, they've done the right thing, and they've. Like, there's a lot of people in this room that have got new business, they started new businesses really, mm-hmm. as, they were, as COVID hit, which was just wonderful, um, mm-hmm. and how a lot of those businesses have, have flourished. Yep. You know, COVID's seen two things. It's had this polarising effect, where people have either gone that way or that way. And a lot of that's got to do with mindset and people that believed in, the, not believing in the markets, believe in themselves to do the job and the best that they can do. And I think as you've seen, a lot of people flourish, not only our industry, but a lot of other industries, it's because of that that person and their belief in themselves and what they do. And, and they deserve everything they're getting because, and, and I think that's the wonderful thing that COVID's done is has proven that, you know what, it, it still comes bound to, the person in the mirror. That's mm-hmm. where the first place you need to look. And Beautiful. I think a lot of people here have been, I think, good on them. And I'll tell you one stuff right? And
2: it's a property that will sell this year, okay? And I'll, I'll name the suburb. It's in Apple Cross. Now, I was referred into it, and I'll give you a bit of background. I was on the way there, and a taxi did a U-turn into my car. Not the car should matter too much. It was in my car. It hit your car? Hit my car, so I had to change cars, and it was the most banged up 1927 Corolla you've ever seen. So I've Pulled up to this multi-million-dollar property in this banged-up car. The car was at the front. The didn't amazing, park in the I chain. didn't the well, I drive up the street. <laughs> most amazing car collection you've ever seen. So I pulled up there, walked in, walked around the home, pointed out the things. He said, so what do you think price-wise? And I said, look, you can get around the mid-fours. I think you've done really well. He goes, no, 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 the house and the land. I said, yeah, mid-fours. He goes, do you know what the effing hell this build costs? And I said, about three, three, two. He goes, yeah. Do you want know the build costs? About two and a half. So why the effing hell would I sell? For, I said, with all due respect, that's what I think the property's going to get in the market. It's not replacement costs. Keep in mind what I've rocked up in. And he yeah. said, you are so effing out your debt. And the property has been out on market since 2011. It will sell this year for what I said. <laughs> Guaranteed. So I can't wait to actually... Cinema thank you, carriers. In the Corolla. In the Corolla. <laughs> Literally, like, two million bucks, I think, that car, and i just... <laughs> yeah, will so see it I'll mention it on that episode someone does yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, All right, guys, anyone out there want to throw anyone under the bus or nominate themselves for our play of the year? Come on. Crickets. <laughs> this is your moment, guys. Crickets. No? No. <laughs> no. All right. That's I'll beautiful. No worries. Um. That is our show for today, guys. Thank you very, very much for joining us, for enjoying breakfast with us. Um, I do want to thank once again the team at Georgie Architects and Builders for Mm. allowing us to film in this incredible apartment. If you are interested and you have a spare... Few meal to throw around yeah, you can right. contact Phew. tom house at house yeah. business um, and he will uh he'll have a chat to you um another big thank you to domain who organized our coffee cart out the front this morning um personally i would like to thank you too for um an incredible just, year just... i learned so much from you guys about the industry um we have so much fun every week so thank you very much um the crew at crib chris behind our camera here Alana at the back, mm. who just do an amazing job getting us here each big week. Big thank you
2: to Alana too, because she obviously invests a lot of time and money and resource into this. Yeah. Um, and I think for an industry giving back, um, it's nice to see. So thank you, Alana. Thank you, Alan.
0: Um, And once more, a big thank you to all of our clients mm. in, in the room and outside of it who got us through this crazy year. And we are absolutely championing at the bit for a huge 2021. Mm. Bring it on. So uh Here's to a big year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And we'll see you all in 2021. Thank you. Done. Wrap.